Yo, 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 what's going on, man? Today is January the 27th, 2023. It's your boy, Chris, and this is the Cash Deal with Chris NBA betting show slash podcast presented to you guys, by, as always, by the Basketball Forever Podcast Network. We're just trying to find some winners early in the morning, man, trying to get ahead of some of these lines. I got one that I really, really like that I want to talk about as well, um, and I'm excited to get into the car with you guys. So uh, as you guys join or as you guys are listening, uh, whether it's on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or you're just watching on YouTube, um, hit the like button for me. Uh, leave a five-star review as well. Um, appreciate the support as always, and let's get into the car for today. Before we get into the car, as as always, do like to take a trip down memory lane and do a recap of you know the top plays that I was looking at for the following day. So. Yesterday, uh, official play for me was the Celtics team total over 114 and a half. They got there. It took overtime. Um, you know, missed a lot of shots. I think when I was thinking about the game, I thought about the Celtics, you know, uh, being uh, an elite three-point shooting team and the Knicks struggling in that category. Also, you know, no Mitchell Robinson thought they would attack the rim just a tad bit more, but they settled, they settled for, for three-point shots and they got hot at the beginning of the game. They went cold for a long period of the game. Um, you know, just just an off night from guys like Jalen Brown. You expect better from him. Uh, off guys from a night like uh, off off guy off game for from a guy like Malcolm Brogdon. Uh, Grant Williams didn't shoot the ball well. They were getting their wide open looks, but it took overtime. Needless, you know, neither here nor there. Sometimes it's better to be lucky than good, and uh, you know, put your cap into the side. But Celtics team total did cash. The Cavs team total. I tweeted about it last night, man. Absolute, probably the worst loss I think I've had all season. This team literally had. Took their team total at 114 and a half. Talked about that being a top look as well. Uh, they literally scored 74 points in the first half. And, um, you know, then don't even score uh, like 40 points in the second half. So it's uh, a little over 40 points in the second. It, it was absolutely insane. They scored uh, 108 with five minutes, like literally four minutes and 59 seconds left in the game. And, and don't score uh, but five points for the whole five minutes of the last the whole five, the last five minutes of the game, they only scored five points in total. Uh, finished two points short of uh, that team total that we needed over 114 and a half. Uh, Suns talked about their team total as well. Wasn't the top look on the on the card for me just because I the Mavs and the Suns always kind of battle each other. And you saw Luca go down early in that game, didn't return, and the Suns uh, still lost the game. They lost to uh, to a Dallas team that didn't have. Christian Wood already, and they didn't have uh, Luca as well for, you know, majority of that game. So um, bad, bad loss for the Suns there. But, you know, Mavs got that number, which is why I, I wasn't looking to play that. As so, soon as you feel like you can't, you 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 know the Mavs, you don't. They kind of re reminded me of a version of the Knicks almost. Um, and then as far as as far as uh, props, Garland over 33 and a half points plus assists. Dead cash, he finished with 34. Um, I think he's finished with 35. Uh, so I like the spot for him, birthday boy. So the top prop of the day did catch. Vucevic did not clear his 16 and a half rebounds plus assists. The Bulls also lost yesterday. So did the, the Brooklyn Nets at home. Uh, crazy, crazy, crazy day in the NBA. Dogs covering left and right yesterday. And I didn't like a lot of dogs. The Spurs did get mollywopped last night. And I talked about taking the Clippers team total over as my favorite play in that game. Uh, talked about it on the morning show yesterday. So if you guys tuned in and maybe you tell that play, congratulations. That game was never a game from the beginning. The Clippers uh, 
covered their first quarter, first half, and full game team total. And I think the spread in each one of those spots to, to cover as well. They were laying a big number like 13, but Jeremy Sokon and a couple of those other guys didn't play. Uh, which made it a little bit easier um, for I think for the for the sun, for the for the Clippers in that spot. I think they won one thirty eight to hundred, so they covered the spread and uh, you know covered it by a wide margin as well. So that's a quick recap of yesterday. I don't want to take too long on the recap, but like I said, hit the like button for me. Um, subscribe to the YouTube show if you guys haven't already. Doing these videos Monday through Friday, t- two times a day. Uh, but cast it with Chris is this one, and the Chris B. Cap and NBA show is live at five fifteen Monday through Friday. Um, let's get into the card for today, man. We got um we got the Bucks and the Pacers, and I I got one strong look for today. I don't have a lot. Uh, got to, got more research to do, more analysis and digging to do. Uh, also got some injury stuff to check out as always. But um, let's get into the Bucks and the Pacers. So, uh, Bucks are are getting back to full strength. Um, we know that Chris Middleton just came back. Giannis just came back. I think everybody's expected to play in this game. They will be without Bobby Portis once again. This team is 9-13-2 against the spread on the road. They, uh, they're coming off a win against the, uh, the, the shorthanded Denver Nuggets in a game that flew under the total. They also didn't cover the spread, only won that game by, by eight points, uh, went under their team total. Also, uh, Denver actually held them under their team total. Denver also went under their team total as well. Uh, the Bucks do play uh, the Pelicans tomorrow. So that 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 Denver game the other day was the start of a five game home trip. So I, a five game homestand. So I do expect this team to, you know, start start building up, stacking up some wins. They do get the uh, they get the Pelicans on Sunday. So probably a spot they got circled. Um, you know, well, I would yeah. Well, no Zion. I, I don't know how much they care about that game, but neither here nor there. The Pacers. This team has not been good. They did beat Chicago the other day. They went to Orlando, got smacked up on the second night of a back-to-back in a game that we did get right, taking the Orlando Magic team total to go over in that game. Uh, and this team plays in Memphis coming up. Uh, Memphis just embarrassed them 130-112 to 112, uh, back on the 29th of January. I think this is a pretty easy cap. I'd be looking at the Bucks. I think, uh, you know, these two two teams did just play, so there will be a revenge spot for for Indiana, you also got a lot of guys on the injury report, but I think it, to me in this game is bucks or nothing. Uh, I think they, they need to string together some wins, and I think that they can. The Pacers are not a good team, uh, but I, I'll probably stay off the side in this one. Just kind of sharing notes. You got a lot of injury news for uh, for the Indiana Pacers: Miles Turner, uh, Aaron Naismith, Nimhard, who missed the last game with an illness. All those guys are listed as questionable. Of course, Tyrese Halliburton is still listed as out. Think the Bucks should be able to suffocate this this team if they come in here motivated like they want to get a win. They'll win this game by by 15 points. So not a game, not a strong game for me at all. Don't really like that game a lot. Uh, Pacers are two and eight, both straight up and against spread in their last ten. Moving along, let's go to the Grizzlies and the Timberwolves game. So spreading this one uh, has the Timberwolves as a home dog of three points. Uh, Grizzlies in this one, just they've been absolutely terrible. Six and four in their last 10, lost four straight games, all on the road as well. Uh, lost to the Lakers on Friday, last Friday. They haven't gotten a win since they, they've been on the road. So it was a loss to the Lakers. Then they followed that loss to the Lakers up with a loss to Phoenix. They lost to Sacramento, most recently lost to Golden State. So one day off, and now you've come into Memphis. It could be a winnable game. You know, like eventually it's a desperation spot for for this Memphis Grizzlies team. But Desmond Bain is on the injury report. Steven Adams is out. 
And to me, that makes it extremely difficult to cap. You also got Rudy Gobert on the other side listed as questionable with a groin injury. And uh, Torian Prince also listed as questionable with an ankle injury. Um, and even bigger than that, this is playoff revenge. Uh, you know, just when you think that the Grizzlies may get a win because they're not playing against an elite team in the Western Conference, even though the Timberwolves are coming off an impressive win against the uh, the New Orleans Pelicans in New Orleans the other day, I you you i'm 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 kind of big on the, the the playoff revenge angle man i think timberwolves gonna take this team serious every single time that they play them they also don't care anything about their injuries because they're dealing with injuries of their own when you think about carl anthony towns not being there so uh i think that to me this game screams under uh i think you see a defensive matchup uh you know like i said playoff uh uh spot from last year i would look towards the under this game i think 237 points 237 and a half points is a tad bit too many. I think so. I do think so. Also, revenge game for, for Memphis. Minnesota did go into their gym on November 30th and beat this team 109 to 101. So Memphis has all the motivation in the world. You eventually want to get off the losing snide. And I think that you probably have something that you want to prove to yourself before coming back home because we know how good Memphis is at home. This team turns up at home, but on the road, they just can't buy a win. And and I think that they probably really want one because this is the fifth game of a five-game road trip. You've lost every single game and only covered one against the Golden State Warriors by one point in the last game, by half a point in the last game. So I think Memphis, you know, should be extremely, extremely motivated in this game. I think Ja comes out, you know, with his hair on fire. Um, but they do need Desmond Bain. They they do struggle with uh, without having Steven Adams. This dude's not just a you know, a rebounder and a shot blocker, but he sets really good screens. He knows the offense. He also moves the ball. Um, and John needs those screens so that he can, you know, attack and try to get downhill. So um, I, it's a difficult game for me to cap, <clears throat> excuse me, especially not knowing all the injury stuff. But I would look towards the Memphis Grizzlies. To, uh, I'm sorry, I would look towards the under, under 237, without even really diving into the game too much is what I, is what I would look. Moving along real quick. Let's go to the Miami Heat and the uh, Orlando Magic game. So I think I had some uh, notes in this one. So, so yeah, so so Orlando and Miami, right? So Orlando 5-5 five and five last 10 straight up, 7-3 against the spread. They've been covering spreads uh, recently. We know that they were out west on that West Coast trip and did well as a, as, a, as a dog. They were dogs in every one of those games, non-conference games. Did really, really well in that spot. Um, also just 11, 11 and one, uh, on the road in general, which, you know, is close to it's, it's 50%, um, you know, covering these spreads on the road, uh, Miami on the opposite side, seven to three last 10, they did rest Jimmy Butler in the last game It's six and four against the spread, uh, last 10, but this team doesn't cover a lot of spread, especially these big ones at home all the time. Magic are getting a lot healthier. They're not fit. Uh, the Magic are getting a lot healthier, but the the Heat are only nine and fifteen against the spread at home. Uh, you look at one thing I looked at was uh, just upcoming schedule spots. Orlando is on the first end of a back to back. They play in Chicago tomorrow. Well, they play at Chicago tomorrow. So they'll, they this is a one off for them. They had two straight home games. Won both of those against the Celtics and against the Pacers. They go out on the road for one game and then they come back home to host Chicago tomorrow. So uh, one thing I think I looked at was, uh, and and all of this didn't end up in my notes, but the Magic they they can cover these big spreads. Uh, I can't remember exactly what the number was because I thought I wrote it down. Maybe I didn't, 
But you look at the, I mean, just from the Heat perspective, the Heat are three and three, eight and one as a home favorite when they're asked to win the game by five points or more. Um, also, two, four and one in conference games as a home favorite when they're asked to win the game by five points or more. I think Orlando can keep this game close, man. I really, really do. I think that they can build off some of that momentum that they had in the win over the Indiana Pacers and the Boston Celtics and kind of keep things going, man. I know Orlando, I know Miami is a, you know, a pretty elite defensive team. They've won two of their last, uh, both of their last two games, but they didn't cover against the Pelicans. And I think it's something about motivation, right? You see Orlando, most teams still overlooking them because they don't have the greatest record. They are only 19 and 29, but this is a really, really good team. They have a lot of length. A lot of athleticism. The way that you beat Miami, though, is you typically do it from the three-point line. The Orlando Magic don't have the greatest three-point shooters, but they do have guys that can kind of fill it up. Not the greatest, but they got guys that can absolutely score the ball. So um, I'll be looking for Orlando to, to cover this spread. I got I got some more, more digging to do on that game, but those are my quick, quick thoughts right there. Not anything I'm looking at in, uh, as far as player prop-wise. Cavs and the Thunder, another game that I'm not extremely interested in at all. Cavs are coming off, uh, you know, a really good win last night. I don't think the starters played too many minutes in that game against the Houston Rockets just because it was a blowout. And um, they finished the game 113 to, to 95. And let's see, let's see, let's see. 113. That was the total of that game, which I needed. I needed two more points from Houston. But anyway, you know, neither here nor there. Uh, let's see. They so Jared Allen played 34 minutes, Mobley 33 minutes, Darius Garland 32 minutes, Karis Levert 31 minutes. So they will be going into Oklahoma City, where it's been really, really difficult to win. Man, Oklahoma City is balling right now. This team is hot. It's seven and three, just straight up. Right. Uh, one of the teams that almost has a, a winning winning record in general, um, you know, for the season, 23 and 25. But at home, they do have a winning record. They're 14 and 10, 15 and nine against the spread at home as well. And let, last 10 games, they're eight, one and one against the spread or nine and one, depending on where you got the number. Uh, one of those games um, was definitely uh, not not a not a um, a tie. Uh, it was a it was an actual win. So. Um, like I said, difficult game to cap Cavs on second leg of a back-to-back. We know that they don't perform as well on the road. I do think Donovan Mitchell probably sits for this game as well. Uh, he is listed officially listed as questionable. Lou Dort is out for Oklahoma City Thunder. That's that's the guy that you would need to take away Darius Garland, in my opinion, to be able to slow Garland down and stay in front of him. That's a big, big loss. I know it won't look like that um, on the you know in the box score. Uh, on you know yeah well as far as like the, the spread being impacted but I, I see a lot of points in this game man I think I would look towards the over I think uh looking at the total it's only 222 and a half right now Cavs don't typically score as much on the road but Oklahoma City fills it up this team is coming off you know scoring 132 points at home uh they also scored 126 against the Pacers in their last two games at home um I think I see points in this game, man. I think I like the over. Still got some more digging to do. Don't really want to lay points on the road with the Cavs, especially, you know, I, I watched the postgame interview from uh, Coach J.B. Bickerstaff, and he said that hopefully this can, you know, start to – they can start to build on this and and pick up those those winning habits because this team got their biggest road win last night against the Houston Rockets uh, on, on a day when, you know, it's a couple of those guys' birthdays. So 
I, I got some more digging to do, but I think I, I see points. I think I see more than 211 and a half points, especially without Dort in this game. He is the, the better, uh, you know, defender. So I think, you know, uh, OKC plays at a really, really fast pace. I don't see them slowing it down. Uh, they don't have the, the matchup advantage interior-wise. Uh, you know, Evan Mobley and Jared Allen do. So I think they try to get out and run those guys. So I see points. I also see Cleveland. Cleveland should be able to score the ball in this game. And, you know, it all kind of we all kind of got to wait because Donovan Mitchell uh, did go through shoot around last night and he didn't play in that game. But, you know, he could play in this game today, even though the 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 initial look was that he was going to miss a couple games because of that injury. So injury report manipulation at his finest, as always. <laughs> and then the last game, the one that I'm most confident in uh, looking at this Raptors and Golden State game. So Toronto coming off a really, really impressive win in Sacramento the other day. I think they won that game uh, one uh what did they went 113 to 95 beat toronto beat sacramento in their own gym by 18 points game you know completely went under the total by 30 points sacramento didn't get to their team total or even close and the raptors played some really really good defense in that game can they do it against can they do it again against one of the more elite defenses in the league uh, elite offenses in the league especially at home with golden state also coming off a win shorthanded win in a game that steph curry was throughout uh, you know, towards the end of that game for, for throwing his mouthpiece uh, because Jordan Poole took a shot that he didn't like. So Golden State coming off the really, really short win, uh, you know, big, big game for them, uh, you know, against the Memphis Grizzlies. They take their game serious every single time. And Golden State, you know, last game of a of a homestand for them. They've been back home for two games. They got to go back out on the road. It's the West Coast road trip this time, but they do have three three road games against Oklahoma City, Minnesota, and Denver coming up. The the Toronto Raptors had one day of rest and then they got to get right back at it because they play Portland tomorrow. Um, so, you know, this is the front, front, front night of a of a back to back for them as well. So what I was looking at, I think the totals a tad bit too low, man. Uh, total is at 229 right now is what I saw that. And um, I would take the over. I would look towards the over when it opened uh, last night. It was at 229. Uh, you look at this rap, look at the Warriors team, 5-0 and to the over as a home favorite when the total is less than 230 points. The Warriors are also 7-1-1 and to the over when playing their final game at home before starting a road trip. Six of those games, six in a row, 6-0 and in their last six as well. The over is also 6-1 and in the last seven games. Uh, and 5-1, and this is on the Toronto side, 6-1 uh, and in their last seven games have gone over. Five and one last six Raptors games on the road versus a team with a winning record, right? Also eight and two to the over last 10 following an ATS win. Raptors four and oh to the over last four games when away dogs and the total was less than 230 points and five and one in away games that are non-conference as well. Uh, three and oh to the over following a previous away win in which their next game is also on the road. And then when I, another thing that I looked at is when teams are playing Golden State on the first leg of a back-to-back, those totals go uh, over eight times out of eleven. So eight and three to the over, and six of last uh, six of their last six. So this is my favorite spot last night that I looked at, and that's really what I got for you guys today. I'm gonna look at some props. Uh, we know Toronto is typically not a three uh, a good three-point shooting, shooting team, um, so I'm gonna look at you know probably clay threes in this one. Uh, I think that, you know, absolutely in play. Uh, Draymond, maybe his points plus, I mean, maybe his rebounds plus assists in this one as well. 
Toronto, I don't expect them to be able to keep it up defensively like they did in the last game against the Sacramento Kings. And I think that they probably lose. So let me see what you guys are on in the chat before I get out of here. Uh, Jew, good morning to you. Friday, let's cash. Emmanuel, for sure. What up to my guy, Courtney? That Luca uh, injury hurt last night. Yeah, it did. I know a lot of people uh, was on the Suns, and that did not go well because of that. Top of the morning to you as well, Zachariah. I took him uh, under. I cast on the last PRA. Okay. Uh, what's good, bro? Clippers, easy money. Them big numbers don't scare people off. Okay. Uh, next bet. I like it. I took the team total. Uh, the 120 and a half. Wasn't official with it, but yeah, I like I like it. I like it a lot. Vucevic is back on the shelf. Yep. All the way at the top with the uncomfortable shoes, man. Can't trust this Chicago Bulls offense at all. Uh, no reason Zach should should have had more rebounds than him. Yeah, Zach had like nine rebounds last night, man. It was crazy. Um, yeah, yeah, especially when you guarding a center too. Like you guarding Plumley, though. Why can't you get rebounds? Nick game was crazy. Uh, Magic seven and a half looks good. That's what I'm looking at to do day two, Brian. If I had two top looks, I think I'd be looking at the Magic plus a seven and a half and the over in the Toronto and the Golden State game. Those would be my two favorite plays of the day. Friday, a lot of money to be made. Let's eat. I want to play Kyle Anderson over his 10 and a half points. Uh, he loves to shine tonight against the Memphis Grizzlies. Revenge game for Kyle Anderson. I had not thought about that, Justin. That's why I appreciate you guys dropping your plays, man. I like that. Especially, I would look at his points, rebounds, and assists if uh, Rudy Gobert gets ruled out. I know he played in the last game, but he is listed as questionable with that, with that groin injury. Rudy Gobert is. And Kyle Anderson plays a lot of that backup center. He should be on the floor a lot because, uh, you know, he can guard. He, he can be on the floor and play more that four or five position, even though he is undersized, if, uh, uh, not if, but while Steven Adams is not out there, right? So they can go smaller um, without him. I like that look, Justin. I got to write that down and look at my guy, Cal Anderson, man. Good morning, Derek. Appreciate you, my brother. Free minds, what's going on, my brother? Uh, Bulls game, Vegas all day. Yeah, they they weren't trying to win last night, man. Bulls has got, got back to their normal ways. Beat, lose to Charlotte. I'm glad I wasn't official on the spread because uh, I, I see Charlotte turn up about one time a week. Charlotte turns up, and I didn't. I I know that it could be against the Bulls, right? Like I, in back of my mind, I'm like, I can't get on. I can't. I still couldn't back the Bulls. I just figured Vucevic would, you know, have a good game whether they were, you know, on them or not, but. Yeah, I think I think the whole Bulls work for Vegas, man. I think the whole Bulls work for Vegas. They one of those teams that you just kind of stay off their games because they can they can break your heart, um, whether you take them or you fade them, right? So I'm not looking there. They're gonna get the magic on the second night of a back to back. That should be an interesting game coming up tomorrow. So we'll we'll see how that game goes. But yeah, I got to get into more of the player props uh, today. I'll check out some player props, have some for the five fifteen crispy cap and NBA show. But that's what I got for you guys today. If I had a top look, like I said, it'd be the over in the Toronto and the Golden State game. And then I'd be looking at the Magic plus the seven and a half. But I got some work to do, man. Appreciate you guys as always for tapping in and rocking with me. Uh, best of luck to you guys today. Bet with your head, not over it. Back at 515 for the Crispy Cap and NBA show. I'm out.